Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. I am your co-host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, a.k.a. the Undisputed Misty Champion, a.k.a. the number one thought ally, a.k.a. Bussa Pro, a.k.a. Top 5 Bussy Dead or Alive. And, um, yeah, welcome to episode 213, If Bill Street Could Talk. And welcome to the first episode of the year. And now for the one and only... You know what? First of all, shut up. <laughs> what? What's the pro? What's the pro is cute. I liked it. Oh, you know, you know, you were, I'm taking Lexapro now, y'all. I was so. like, I was like, you're giving a, sh- a little ode to me. I yeah, feel right, it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I thought it. about you. Yes. Okay. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Amber. I'm a little tired today, so that's why I got a little <laughs> rasp. But yeah, it's your girl, Amber. Um, Dual Oxitina Nose, a.k.a. Emo Black Girl, a.k.a. Amy Depressants, a.k.a. So voice partner in thought. What's up? Amen. Amen. You giving um Anita Baker vibes right now. <laughs> well, my Yo. I Yo, I have a deep voice right now. So Me and Amber are going to see Anita Baker. So on, excited. On Valentine's Day. She is my Valentine. I mean, obviously. Okay. Not that wasn't that wasn't shade, shade to you. That was more shade, shade to, to me. You. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, that was cool. more as long shade. As it was more shade. It was you, more then. shade towards myself. Okay, fine. Yes. But you never know. the The year is still young. You could possibly get a new Valentine. My Valentine. I mean, I'm still gonna be your Valentine on that day. But you yes, can get another one for exactly. like another day, like the 13th, for the 15th, for the yes. 16th. You know. Or who cares? Yeah. You know. Probably not. Um, um, but yes, 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 yes. I'm excited to see Anita. I'm gonna cry. Are you I ready could, for me crying? Are you ready for me to cry? Because when body and soul come, do you on. understand when you start crying? I'm gonna hug you and I'm gonna be like, Yes, you're crying. I feel so seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> when body and soul come on, <sighs> what have you done? Okay, anyways, we're not gonna go on this tangent. Anita is everything. I love you, Anita Baker. <sighs> Shout out to you. Please go to Detroit though, but we won't go there. Okay, okay. um. <laughs> Welcome to, once again to episode 213 If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, I named the episode If Bill Street Could Talk because I saw the movie last week, Saturday, um, which is probably one of the most beautiful films I've seen in a long time. Um, and I've decided that if the love doesn't feel like funny, um, I want a funny kind of love. And if I can't receive a funny kind of love, you just you can't be in my life anymore. Because <laughs> um, funny is... Have you has 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 it okay? I haven't seen. Y'all are terrible. I haven't seen the film. Wow, wow I Miles. Would, I, I thought, thought you would have. I would have thought Miles. you would have. Everybody would have thought I would have seen it. Yeah. You want to go see? <laughs> it? I would have thought I would. Yes, let's go. See. That's what I've been waiting for. Something told me something this told would be a beautiful black person who invited me to see it together, and I was waiting patiently. You were now waiting patiently. Now it's happening. Look, I had a that's so raven moment. I was like, just wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so raven but i well okay so it's beautiful i know it's beautiful because yeah i mean Barry it's Barry Jenkins, Jenkins, yeah. but it's just it's a really good film and if you haven't seen it like amber and miles you should go see it <laughs> um but anyways since um he's already you know introduced his voice but we'll do a formal introduction today our guest is the um is the amazing um, writer, critic, editor, author of the children's book *Large Fears*. He, w- are you currently still the adjunct professor at the new school? Yes. Okay, come on. Come yeah. on, professor. Come on. Professor. And he has been acknowledged by the king, better known as Beyonce. Amen. And, and um, 
and also his he is he goes by the name Miles E. Johnson. Right. What's the E AK- stand for? Enigma. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Enigma. Extremely competent at all jobs. Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Extremely confident <laughs> at all jobs. AKA house mother. Yes. yes. Welcome, Miles. Thank all you. thoughts, open your legs. Hi. Welcome, Thank Miles. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love the podcast. I love really? that you guys like bridge being fun and intelligent and sexually free at one time. It feels like a really fun place to be i don't know why when i'm on the radio i just feel the need to like relax my voice it's okay Go it's okay on. let's yeah. do it relax pussy that's yes. what we that's what right. come on. my voice did poppers very that okay so okay, really quick though can we explain poppers Yes. Because I um, I I've never, never taken pop I used to do drugs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Shout out to old Amber. But yes. uh <laughs> shout out to on drugs Amber. <laughs> shout out to on drugs Amber. Um but what's poppers? And then I also see a lot of gay men talk about poppers too. Yeah, poppers is this there's probably people who I've only done it one time, I didn't like it because it felt like you did like you know, like when you sniff glue, and it's kind of like disorienting, mm. yeah. or it's supposed to be disorienting. Okay. Or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Like maybe I shouldn't be saying sniff glue. Like when you're like a little kid, you were like literally. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. literally sniffing glue or markers or whatever. Yeah, I've never yeah, actually yeah. done like the hard drug that's called glue. But but like when you sniff it, it kind of like disorient, you're just like dizzy for no reason. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of felt like. That's what poppers feel. But I did yeah, realize that my my body was relaxed. So mm. <gasps> so for the certain types of sex. That's, I just had the realization. It relaxes essential muscles. Got that you. you need. It relaxes those essential muscles. So that's why it's really popular. It's really, I don't think it's for the high. I don't think you're going to find like a popper head on the street. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Thank that, you. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that because yeah. I truly didn't know what poppers yeah. I was like, what's the deal with poppers? Okay, right. cool. Yep. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't thinking we were gonna go to Poppers today. Not to uh, I thought it was thought. Thank you. I, I didn't. Th- I were, you're usually, usually I was like, we, we wait until we're thigh. supposed to pray first. Okay, <laughs> sorry, but you know, y'all, I just really wanted to know what Poppers were. <laughs> I needed to know, <laughs> anyways. Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why me, Amber, um, and the guests are proud of ourselves or just um, happy or elated. Or excited, whatever. So, um, would you like to go first, Miles? Let's just guess. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the eye roll was like, um, no, no. not really. Because but... I was like thinking, because it was like three different ways that I could have answered it. So I'm like, now it's time to choose one, bitch. Okay, come on, come um, on. You can no, do I think, it. I think Put I'm just really happy. It. I felt like this week I was really soft. Mm-hmm. There were so many opportunities that sometimes when you're from certain neighborhoods, and there's certain fire in your sign. Like, those two things can, like, collide. So, you know, my Venus and my Mercury are Aries. Yes. And then my... You're speaking my language. You know, and then, and then you know, I grew up in certain neighborhoods around certain people. And certain interactions just make me recall mm. another type of choice of how to handle something. So, I'm really glad that instead of yelling, instead of getting into fights, instead of getting upset or instead anything of shaking like that. a bit instead of shaking anybody i just really chose softness and release and i think i'm growing up 
Yes. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah. Gross. That is gross. <laughs> that is gross. That is definitely gross. And a, a very real fear of Rikers. <laughs> <laughs> Intersectional. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> The honesty. Right. The honesty. A real fear of Rikers. But I was like, I don't know. I feel like I I feel like mm-hmm. if I was mature, I would still beat somebody's ass, but I also feel like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rikers is real. Miles, I would Very never real. thought you was just out here beating ass like this. No, I'm not anymore, no. Okay. Yeah, no. When I was like twenty, no, like nineteen twenty. Yeah. <laughs> that's re- yeah, that's That's Omi. Yeah, that's really I try to be transparent about like what mm-hmm. got me into feminism and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was because you was whipping motherfuckers ass? Well, not just that. It was just, I kind of looked at the circumstances around me. Mm. And I was like, there has to be like a better choice. Because it didn't feel good to mm-hmm. defend yourself physically every day. I feel that. Yeah. Mm. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Whew, well, shout out to you. Well, we made it. Yeah. That's what we <laughs> do. Nigga, we made it. Um, Amber? I am proud of myself because I, I'm, I guess I'm just like happy about the new year, mm-hmm. really. And I had a really good break. I mean, I'm sorry to everybody that I didn't see, but uh, I really felt like I just rested a lot mm-hmm. while I was in Chicago. I was there for like um, two weeks, maybe. Rested bus. Rested <laughs> bus, for real. Uh, puss, too. Uh, relaxed puss. Uh, <laughs> rested bus and relaxed puss. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just, I felt like, you know how you always are talking about, like, sometimes you just need a pause for a moment. And I really did. I paused. And, you know, life was good. And, you know, my parents got on my nerves a little bit. But not too much. Saw people that I love. Saw people that didn't. You know, I didn't see some people that I love too, but it was okay. So, um, yeah, I'm proud of myself for resting and I'm proud of myself. I'm happy about the new year. Okay. Fuck the game up. Mm-hmm. That's my friend. Yes. What you, what you proud <laughs> you know, of? my wedding party. So that's how you know Amber's really important to me. Okay, Jim. <laughs> what? You is in my wedding party. I know. My fake wedding party. <laughs> um, so I ain't got married yet. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> Do do do. What am so um before the um December was a little hard month for me. Um <laughs> but um we moved through it and as I said my new name is one of my new nicknames is Busapro because I am now taking Lexapro because um my depression <laughs> hit a peak um and it got really really bad and I was aware that these um that this was not normal. So therefore I decided to <laughs> get some help in the form of medication as well as therapy. And I am really, really, really dedicated this year to um, loving myself in practice, not so much in theory. I've done a lot of theory work mm-hmm. <laughs> in regards That's to loving really myself. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm going to focus on actually being practicing self-love and self-care and healing instead of just talking Uh about it as like this big theory i'm not excited about it if i'm being completely fucking honest Mm -hmm. um because it's going to be a lot of hard work and a lot of um work in general but i am dedicated to doing such um enjoy the journey y'all Savoy's not going to be as happy maybe as i've (laughs) been in other episodes because this right now i didn't want to come here if i'm being completely honest but we here 
Um, right. Nigga, we made it. Or you <laughs> might sound really happy in like the next like four weeks. Yeah, or because the Lexapro gonna kick in. Come on, Lexapro. Come on. I'm not trying to make a, a joke out of it, but once I started, I was like, "Ooh, bitch, this serotonin is popping." <laughs> Come on, like, I was like, I don't really know. I used to smoke Dan. I was like self-medicating yeah. for a really long time um, with like my anxiety and stuff. And, like, I remember once I was, like, woke up and I was, like, what in the Folgers commercial? I, like, stretched my arms. Ah, 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 come on, folks. I was, like, oh, my God. The best part of waking I was, like, bitch, do I want to go to a park and walk? The best part of waking up is legs are pro in your cup. Right. That's hilarious. Because that's how I remember, like, a couple years ago, I came to New York to visit. And you were, like, Amber, you look like you are glowing. And I was, like, you were, like, you just seem so happy. And I was, like, that's Zoloff. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, it might, I mean, it might happen. I'm only... a little two weeks, two weeks in, two and a half weeks in. So. Yeah, it's probably so gonna it's be like fresh. four weeks. Yeah, you're gonna feel That's it what he, randomly. Yeah, that was my sixth week. Yeah, okay, six week it like. Kicks yeah, my sixth week I was just like. Oh hey. <laughs> yeah. In the middle. I not to be a downer though, y'all. For people who are like, oh, now I want to get on medication. Like it kind of sucks sometimes. Like mm. you know, so no not not to be like it's so great you have to find just like with a therapist you have to find like the right one and like Zoloft was really good for me but like I gained a bunch of weight and like now I'm on some Balta and now I'm like tired all the fucking time so like I'm trying to find you know the right the right dose and the right kind right so yeah but find the right one that works for you right for people who are thinking about medication man a word all right so (laughs) Poppers, meds. Ah, ah, ah. We've <laughs> talked about it all. The kind of girl you like is right here with me. <laughs> so I've been trying to tell you. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yes, Miles. Whatever Come you on. need. <laughs> Multidimensional. Whatever you need. Multifaceted. <laughs> Stay your ass at home. Whatever you need is right here. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Ah. <laughs> Miles, I fucking love you, bro. Um, all right. So we're just gonna start with eating. Are you ready? Yes. For this jelly. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't even ask you a little known fact, but we we don't talk enough, so we'll yeah. just go. With, we'll yeah. just jump into it. So, eat. What's your favorite restaurant in Atlanta? Because you are part of the world that is ATL. Yes, I'm definitely an ATLian. Um, my favorite restaurant is Einstein's. Mm. It's super good. Where is that? It's in Midtown. Um, it's right by, you know, Joe's on Juniper. Uh huh. It's right next door. You can walk to, like, choose one. You can walk mm-hmm. right there. And it's like this one, it's the only one. It's not like a, um, what do you call it? When you, a chain. Chain. Mm-hmm. But I was like, thinking of another word, but yeah, it's not oh. like a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's really good. The menu always changes. It's like a five star, like, restaurant, but it's still kind of, a, like, it's still affordable. I think the medium price is like, 25 to 30 bucks for, like, a really big meal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you kind of get this, like, really cool, different dining experience but still for like affordable price okay and stuff like that and it's like right in the middle of Atlanta so you can go and like maybe go to a club after mm-hmm. and stuff or like go somewhere else so that's my favorite place in Atlanta oh okay, what should, do you have a favorite dish from there um, I know you said the menu's always changing so. yeah I th- 
oh yes there's these like um brussels sprouts that they have come on brussels and it's like parmesan cheese it's just really good and they just do all the all the mess i think there's some truffle oil in it Um, don't give me the the lion (laughs) come on (laughs) right right everything that that, like stops it from being a vegetable they do it to it and i'm like yes Those are the best vegetables, oh, right? Everything, but like, ooh, this is really not a vegetable no more, uh, 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 right? Like, but I, but I've added some hot sauce, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still green somewhere, right? Um, your current food obsession is food dot, obsession. Dot, dot. This is I still had a hard time with this one. Okay. Um, I think I'm like really in, ooh pause, but I'm really into nuts like right now. Ah ah like, ah ah. <laughs> do you have a favorite type of nut <laughs> no I'm I'm not very discriminatory <laughs> because I went to Trader Joe's and I got this big thing because you know in Trader Joe's you be feeling your like mm-hmm. oats for or your corny, nuts corny joke right mm-hmm. but like <laughs> so feeling your nuts right so you be feeling it you used to be like oh my goodness I'm gonna be healthy mm-hmm. you know you be thinking about everything that Oprah told you to do you're like bitch I'm gonna have nuts in my bag to be going there so i bought all these nuts so i've just been eating them and it's been working but i'm like goofy because i don't really like them mm-hmm. but it's just what i will do in order to you know i support you be nuts. healthy you think my and that's nose. all i ever needed for my nuts was support all i've ever asked for <laughs> Miles. Miles, I did not know you were gonna be this phenomenally oh, I'm, I'm ignorant. Goofy. Yes, I did I'm sorry. Not I wasn't ready. I was I'm like, sorry. Ooh, we're I'm gonna sorry. have an intellectual. <laughs> we can definitely the kind of girl you like go wherever okay. you go. She gives you. She's multifaceted. Whoever you want, right? I'm a, she gives I'm a you everything. Being. She gives you fur and velvet. Okay, right? Fur and velvet. And a boot. You want to rob a, a bank? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I'm here of service. Oh, she's so. I'm in all black funeral, <laughs> yeah. bank robbery. What she do you can give you sexy kitten. Whatever. She can give you every whatever you want. I'm a I'm a girl. I do service. whatever you like. I do. <laughs> y'all, both of y'all. Mm, mm, both mm, mm, <laughs> <laughs> okay. In one article, you mentioned that you are inspired by Bodega Cats. Yes. Yes. Um, aren't we all? Do you trust a Bodega that does not have a cat in it? Depends on what neighborhood. Okay. Because good answer. Right. Good answer. Mm-hmm. So, because when you go to, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a whole politic around gentrification and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. colonization and all those other stuff. But like sometimes you go to like the ones in Bushwick mm-hmm. and they don't have the cat and you're like, but they also have the hummus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have the waters mm-hmm. and the choices of waters mm-hmm. and the new spring and the new spring um bottle joints that like don't have the date from last year on them right. so they have all those things but they may not have a cat right but then if i'm where i'm at where i reside which is not gentrified um yet and it's just really caribbean and most people been there their whole lives mm-hmm. when i go there if i don't see a cat in there i'm like why is this cat resisting this bodega <laughs> they're everywhere else why is this I'm cat saying resistant. not here <laughs> So I really, I just listen to nature, really. Like, <laughs> that's Come on, really what resist. I'm like, where is, where is this happening? Like, why are you not here? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's a good way to look that at it. That is really good. Like, so it just resist. depends, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bodega Cash Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> last question. What is your d- go-to drink of choice? 
Um, a dark and stormy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What's in a dark and stormy? I don't drink. Um, any type of brown liquor and um, not ginger ale, but like ginger beer. Ooh. Ginger, yeah. Okay. But like usually it would be kind of like a, I guess like a Hennessy and ginger beer would be one. Like anything that's brown with. It's usually considered a dark and stormy. I feel, I feel like that's like your. That's gonna be my new nickname for you, dark and stormy. Listen, that is accurate. Yes. I have a friend who calls me. Depending on how you met me, some I have a friend who calls me Milesy and Velvety. <laughs> I have, it's so funny. People love a nickname for me. I think okay. it's because I don't tell them what my middle name stands for, so they're like. Mm-hmm. Is this, it gives them space for. This is what to, you're gonna go. This is gonna be your one secret that you're gonna keep your middle name. Uh no, I was joke. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. I'm sure if somebody really cared, they can find it. And it's a beautiful story. But sometimes I feel like because I put my whole name out there because of the type of work that I do, I Mm -hmm. feel like it'll be too easy. I would be making it too easy to get doxxed if I put my whole name out there all the time. Yeah. So I just, if you find it, then you find it. But then I'm not going to like make it easier for anybody. Mm. I I watched too too many documentaries on Netflix, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the serial killer one. Uh-huh. So you, you, you try that. That's all I did was watch Lifetime movies with my mom. So you know, a word. I love it. Me too. Me I watched too. a lot of Lifetime, but I was mainly watching Surviving R. Kelly. But me, oh child, I, I didn't watch it yet. I can't. Mm-hmm. Not right now. It's okay. I w- I wouldn't. Yeah. 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 I can't. It might be triggering. It you, was triggering for me. Yeah, I just even. I think what's even more triggering is just the fact that like the theme is we didn't care about black women. That's mm. the most triggering for mm. me. Cause like anytime I feel like I need help or something or, I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, um, well, okay. Y'all, I got hit by a car and like feeling like I was alone in that situation mm. and feeling like, Oh my God, no one's here to help me and no mm. one is going to care about me because I'm a black woman. Mm. And so when I hear those types of things, I just, I just can't, I just can't watch it because of that. Mm. So, yeah. fuck you, R. Kelly. Yeah. Always. With an ugly dick. Good um, uh, ugly small one. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Let's get to pray. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, okay. So, we start pray the same way every time. What is your passion? Um, my community and expressing myself. I can't have, I only have one. No, no, you can oh. have multiple. Yeah. You my, multifaceted. Yeah. Multifaceted. My, my community books. expressing myself. Um, high caloric intake, apparently. <laughs> um, our black art, the legacy of black African history. I'm really passionate about those things. Okay. Yeah. They okay. can make me cry. Oh. And, and my friends and family, those, they're, they're amazing too. <laughs> but I'll figure we're talking more professional. No, no I mean, okay, like, whatever. this is just yeah, like your general passions. Okay. You stuff. tell us what you want. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this but I'm passionate, you. I'm passionate about my friends and family too, so I don't want to. But I just went to a workplace in my head when you first asked me the question. Okay. Yeah. I sometimes think we go to workplaces a lot of times and then like people forget about like the personal. Mm. And I think that's what I'm trying to remember for 2019 is like mm. my work self isn't my personal, you know, my like whole self, my yeah. whole self. And so like I just need to focus on like the people that I care about and the things that I care about too. Yeah, definitely. 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 I feel the same way. I feel like I've always, um, I don't know, I guess, like, put, like, work... I just really, really, really am passionate about what I do and work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be... Conf- it, it just can just be a part of your whole life. Yeah. And then specifically because of, like, social media and smartphones. And now it's like you never have to separate yourself from work. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's always some place where I have to be super aware. Yeah. Yeah. In New York also, I feel like... 
kind oh, yeah. of doesn't want to. They don't want you to be separate. Like they're like your work and your personal is all the same. Yeah, everything's on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And ugh. <sighs> ooh, child. Well, I want something to be on top of me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you go about house mother. Yes. What's the story behind that? Are you like in the ballroom scene or? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Um, when I was like 14 or 15 mm. was kind of like my first initiation into just having like gay friends mm. and my first group of friends. Oh, it's so emotional now thinking about it. But my first group of friends, they were all in the ballroom scene mm-hmm. and I was, I was not good. I wasn't interested really, to be honest. I liked the legacy of it, but I was never interested in dancing or um performing mm-hmm. so but i would i loved music i loved hanging out with him or whatever so i would go and i've always just kind of been i don't know like i don't even want to say i've always been warm i've always been nurturing and cared but i've always been like fiercely like loyal mm-hmm. and i've always been like almost like more like lioness than like warm house mother like it's like no like i've always been kind of like fierce about like mm-hmm my niggas <laughs> and and they would just be like you got like a house mother and like then you need a social media thing and then maybe all the gay places you put house mother in, and all the what other places you put other titles and then i just conflated it and i said if you don't understand what it means because i just like spelled it like phonetically and with the french spelling mm-hmm. then i said if you don't understand what it means that means i'm not talking to you which mm-hmm. i liked <laughs> and then if you do that kind of means you kind of like passed a barrier so it kind of felt like a cool way to what is your like what does your name mean? Oh, block you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But the, and the girls. Blizzock. Right. But the girls who like mm-hmm. either Google and try to like figure out themselves or who just are part of the culture or understand it, mm-hmm. then they already know where I'm coming from and it feels like a good way to separate some some stuff. Just keep the foolishness. Yeah. Away. I'm all about quality. I don't give a fuck about quality. Yeah. I'm all about quality. Ooh. Yeah. A word. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were 14 or 15 when you had like these group of friends. Was this in mm-hmm. Atlanta? Mm-hmm. In jo- well, Georgia, but then we would, like, escape to Atlanta mm-hmm. and go, or, like, tracks. Like, we used to go, and, like, somebody would have their busted-ass car and, you know, get off the little ship at, shift at Rainbow and come pick me up. You know, mom about to go, excuse me, Lee, I mean, we old now. But I'm, like, I'm about to go hang out with Lee. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Jessica would be like, bitch, you in the car? And I'm like, yes, girl, Lee just picked me up. We on our way. What are you about to say? Be like, tell your mama that we about to go to Waffle House. It's gonna take us forever. <laughs> we go on the tracks. That's cute. Come I, on, sparking I, up. That's what's up. Off a of horrible weed. <laughs> mid middle school mid. Did y'all call it Reggie or is that a Chicago Reggie? Thing? No, okay. we have Reggie. We call it mid. We call it like whack. Yeah, <laughs> oregano, like all all that. Not oregano. It's like oregano. Um. I've never smoked weed a day in my life. Never? never? No, I think I tried one time. You, you know what? I think you need to ingest it. But I feel like you might get fucked up off yeah, that no, high. Yeah, no, because every time Cause I Because it's a different somebody, high, yeah. and it's a, a more extreme high. But I still feel like you as a person should at least get high once. No, I'm good. I think I'm... Yeah. Okay. All I'll right. tell you why I love weed now. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, why do you love weed? It's just tell so... It just, 
so great. No, I just always, but my mother was a smoker. Yeah. So she was, and it was never a big deal. She would come home and she'd like have a glass of wine and she'd have a joint. And then like at the end of the evening, she'd have a glass of wine, have a joint and she would go to bed. Mm. Um, that would be like her relaxing. I guess how you would see any parents do stuff. That was just a part of it. So mm. we, we never, I just never had that relationship with like weed. Mm. So then when I felt grown now that I'm like salary job, people asking me questions and I can't say, why are you asking me? I'm a child. Like, <laughs> and all this other stuff. I'm like, girl, it feels really great to wind this shit down. Mm-hmm with a blunt or yeah. a joint or a hit of like a bong and some and like a nice wine yes come on what's yeah. your wine wine and weed of choice i like a i like anybody's red wine i really don't like any, come on kelly Rowe. yeah i like like i don't really like fancy wines i never liked it i thought it was kind of like mm-hmm. i might i've just never been into it mm-hmm. i'm really the person who i will spend hella money on weed as you should. Actually. And like when the person comes, because now that like my roommate put me onto this little delivery service, because New York has everything. Yes. So like the person will come and have like the little like weed stuff set mm-hmm. out, and then I feel like I'm like choosing. I'm reading the labels because you know I care about my body. <laughs> when I'm about to go get weed, <laughs> when I'm about to go get, when I'm about to go get alcohol, uh-huh. two dollar chuck at from Trader Joe's, like fuck, like fuck the bullshit. Like we're not. Uh-huh. What what's the al- alcohol percentage? Like let's not play these games. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had Capriccio? Probably. Okay, no, that's really... If it's, it's not like it's a liquor, new. like I'm not really... I, I hate to pretend. It's like a new wine. It's basically like this generation's like Mad Dog 4040. Oh. It is like... I think it's like 13% alcohol. You should have led with that. Because <laughs> I heard the name. And it, I was like, what in the Italian fancy? No, oh. it is some cheap ass wine. Oh. And you get fucked up off of it. Okay. I mean, I haven't... Okay, just so y'all know, I haven't like drank or done drugs in like 10 years. And so, but I was just at my family's house and my mom is a big wine drinker. Mm-hmm. And so she like, I remember looking over and I was like, why do y'all have this? I saw this on Twitter. And so, yeah, they drank a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. They get fucked up. Shout out, shout out to Amber's mom, my favorite person. She's dope, actually. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's a really great person. She's a Scorpio diva like myself. Oh my goodness. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking do it today. Do <laughs> What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Okay. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. And my rising is Libra. Okay. Is it? Yeah, my Aquarius is. Uh, well, excuse me, my Moon is Aquarius. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a Le- Leo Sun, Leo Rising, Scorpio Moon. Wow, that's a lot of meanness. I know. I'm you very said some intense. awful things to people. I'm. I know you have, but you can forgive yourself. You Wait, couldn't help it. So you're, lear- you're learning how to you're learning how to discipline. You're learning how to like discipline yourself. A word. Yeah. You're right, actually. I forget yeah. You didn't know like how to like discipline your passion, so you probably said some hurtful things looking for a reaction, but you know. You forgive yourself. Damn, you ain't have to read me, mom. You know, What's the, the kind of girl you like, Miss <laughs> Cleo, out of nowhere. You weren't ready. You weren't ready. You're the kind of you girl. Weren't ready. You weren't ready. Hashtag the kind of girl you like. Right. Okay. I'm finding my husband on this one. He's going to be like, who is this nigga? He's just waiting for, I'm saying, I'm finding my husband on this podcast. Come on, Absolutely. come on. Look, look. A commercial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't we, know he was this funny. Oh my god! You are you are hilarious. <laughs> you are fine. You are fabulous. You are multifaceted. You. you are smart as fuck. Thank you. And you just read me. So I'm, hurt my <laughs> I'm a Leo, so I'm sensitive. Yeah, my ex was a, my ex was a Leo, and um, 
I just always been into mm-hmm. astrology and just I don't really talk about it because I've gotten to such an academic intellectual sphere, but I've always been to like stuff like that too. I love it. So sometimes people say stuff. I'm like, girl, I know all about you because mm-hmm. I studied it for my whole life. Okay, so what truths have you learned about yourself since you started writing your memoir? <sighs> so I used to really, really resist, be offended even when people would like insinuate that like the things I would write about were like silly or shallow or mm-hmm. um anything like that. And I think writing my memoir I noticed that like I do really enjoy starting at something shallow and like trying to create it into something that feels bigger feels feels connected to something different because I think Mm -hmm. that like that's almost and I'm into culture so I usually do with culture and music and stuff like that but I think that's like kind of what I'm trying to do as a human being Mm -hmm. I think that I'm an individual trying to like find community trying to find this bigger connection so like this like little insignificant thing in the grand scheme of the universe is trying to like be connected to other things through language and I think I kind of repeatedly do that and that's been my biggest discovery that like I used to be really insecure that like I cared so much about art and fashion and entertainment and performance art moments and current events and different artists and musicians and 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 I felt like I was maybe making it into like they're into a too big of a deal and then once I started writing I kind of discovered like no that's like that's your stick that's your stick that's your passion that's your thing and it's almost like your your and it's also it has like a spiritual element to to it too there's like not just one reason why we do things and uh-huh. that's one of the reasons too and that's why I kind of discovered while writing it Dope. And there's also a genius in um, loving pop culture. And then, yeah. because I feel like people think that because it's art or it's music, it's stupid and it's shallow, but it's actually something that is just like really smart and really beautiful. And I think we put too much like intelligence on like history or, and even though history can even intersect into like art Definitely. and pop culture, obviously. So, like, I don't know. I just think. It's stupid that we we do that. Yeah, and I think it's also kind of, like, a little bit dangerous. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about how a lot of times we undervalue digital stuff, mm-hmm. and then we under, undervalue pop stuff, but where our most black people most empowered exactly but like digital spaces even me as a writer my whole empowerment came from the digital space so then to turn around and have these people kind of like sometimes who they look like you to like then um demean the digital space is kind of disheartening because you're like no this is the this is how come i'm at mm-hmm. a professor this is how come mm-hmm. i got a lot of opportunities cause i had to prove mm-hmm. that the things that i want to write about and who i w- was as a person was you know, marketable and interesting and I could do the things that I knew that I could do mm-hmm. and that gave me so much space but then at the same time people were like, oh, that internet shit, oh, that's digital or that's pop culture shit but it's like, no, we have to talk about what Cardi B's doing mm-hmm. because black art doesn't exist in the same way where it's like, in the same way that it's like fine and mm-hmm. there's low. We kind of don't do that mm-hmm. so we have to engage Cardi B being a mother with like breastfeeding her her child in like in video culture we have to take that seriously mm-hmm. we have to talk about beyonce and jay-z mm-hmm. being kind of like the ambassadors of like black capitalistic america and then them going barefoot and twerking the louvre like mm-hmm. that can't just that's not a joke like and mm-hmm. if josephine baker went to the louvre and did something in there we would still be talking about it today so why are we not taking it seriously is it because mm-hmm. there's bass in it is it because it's done digitally is it because it's viral like well, i don't know why but i try to resist that because mm-hmm. i think that 
it's going to end up having us undervalue our own work. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, intellectual books. The kind of girl. <laughs> the kind. I, I, I repeat. The fifth bitch you done heard since I've been here. <laughs> Speaking of multifaceted, you've also written a children's book. Yes. Why was it so important for you to write a children's book? Yeah, I don't know. At the time, I think I'll be lying if I knew it it was as important as it was. It just felt really natural. Like, I was a big fan of Bell Hooks. I'm a big fan of Toni Morrison. And they both have children's books. Nikki Giovanni has one. Like, I just thought, like, all the people who I admired had children's books and I just always loved back in the day I was like a camp counselor and I've always kind of like made sure that I tried to like a camp motherfucking counselor and a concession stand worker but this is when I was this is like well I guess I was 15, 16, 17 Uh when I was doing those jobs because labor laws (laughs) but yeah this is all like during that same time that's how I was like girl I have to do because I was a concession stand scorekeeper during fall winter Mm -hmm. and a camp counselor during the summer Mm -hmm. so I used to get my little at the basketball games, keep my little score, mm-hmm. talk to little Trey, you know, Ooh. whatever. But then I used to go dip. It would be Friday. I'm dipping. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to track. So that was my, that was my little thing. But either which way, mm-hmm. I would always. It was always really important to me to do things that felt like I was helping children or teaching or I used to tutor. Like I just always would care. So it just felt really natural. And I idolized Bell Hooks, and I thought it was such a cool thing that she took appropriated kind of like all her theory and all her work and she said Mm -hmm. well maybe i should be translating this into a children's book because that's like really radical to shape young minds before we even have to deconstruct like how about like instead of talking about deconstructing let's talk about like creating because if you hear if you read these type of kind of like radical children's books you're actually creating the mind instead of trying to like deconstruct the mind then create it and then go through all that shit Speaking of surviving R. Kelly, and we see what's going on the internet. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we just had like feminist children's literature. So it just excited me at the time to be a part of like maybe a legacy like that. And I just love children in my community, and it just felt natural. And I just had an idea of like Jeremiah Nebula. I heard the name in my head. I thought it sounded really cool, and it was just kind. Of, it was way more organic than I think it could appear on the outside because it just blew the fuck up. It just. Mm-hmm took off once it got out yeah because it was radical because nobody's ever seen anything like that and i didn't know for real mm-hmm. i knew i thought I, I thought if somebody did it before i'm gonna do it better that's kind of what i think <laughs> but i didn't know that i was the first to do it like i was like sure like who thinks that that like oh i'm writing about myself on the first i'm like black and gay but like i didn't it was just wild that like not even like like, I was just thinking, like, Elin Harris never did, any, did it. Like, XS Pimpel never did it. There just wasn't... Mm-hmm. They did amazing work, but I, I guess that just wasn't... I was just really surprised that I was, like, the first. I did, wasn't sure. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for all our listeners who have children, get that get that book. Even if you don't have children, yes. get it anyway. Yes, 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 yes. So, you have said... Um, oh, sorry. You... you Amber... When Amber writes a question, I always get, right, st- I get reason, stuck. Up. I get well, a little I stuck. Know, sorry. Well, I'm sorry. The reason why okay. I, I like to give background. I know you do. Because, you know, sometimes, like, people don't know. But, like, you've mm-hmm. said, okay. So, before, like, I was reading some tweet, and mm-hmm. you were saying that you had a black performance art heart. Yes. Which I love. So, <laughs> what makes that art heart sing? 
Um, currently, right now. Come on. Right now, Funk, I'm obsessed. Okay. I'm like watching everything about George Clinton. I'm watching everything about Boosie Collins. I'm listening to Rolls Royce. My yes. roommates are mad at me. I'm listening to Ohio players. <sighs> Rolls Royce. Yes. yes. I'm putting on. I'm just listening. I'm listening to funk 70s. I'm even like revisiting. It's actually funny because I'm revisiting um, Black Dynamite, which is like something that came out recently. Yeah. But like it's a black exploitation film. Yeah. But the music is so good. They have yeah. this song. Um, it's called Zodiac, and it's. So lush and good, and you're like, oh my goodness, I like love this song. the The woman's voice is like deep and and bridge, and it's just beautiful. So oh. I've just been like all into like the '70s Chaka Khan, yes. like really that, and it's been in, and just and also just what they were into, like mm-hmm. just kind of reading just as much as I can about P Funk and that like spit in the in the in the mothership and mm-hmm. and those performance art moments and like Bootsy Collins kind of like even when I think about myself like here with you like. In fur and velvet, I think mm-hmm. that like, damn, like yeah, I'm in punk, like I'm at Afro punk or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's also like a funk legacy, mm-hmm. and I think that's what kind of like those were the people, the those men were kind of the, who I would see. I would see the princes, and I would see George Clinton and Boosie Collins mm-hmm. and Elton John and David Bowie and stuff like that. But like, I was really influenced by like funk people when it comes to like how I think of myself aesthetically and intellectually so like Dope. that's what i've been obsessed with that's so cool yes. my dad's obsessed with george clinton he like used to like he's been to like at least 50 or 60 concerts really uh george clinton is his last year performing mm-hmm. um so you should go check it out if you can now, i've been trying to um tell your father if he doesn't already know that mm-hmm. this is um george clinton there's this actually funk documentary that's coming on showtime mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's actually animated so Dope. it's it's interviewing all Bootsy collins george Clinton everybody uh-huh. and then the first episode is all about George Clinton Dope. and then they go into like other legacies but it's all animated so they have these different like Boosie Collins is like a cartoon almost in the vein of the boondocks actually how mm-hmm. it looks and um it's really cool you should check it you tell your dad to check it out and you everybody should check it out yeah he probably already knows because he's yeah. like a part of like this weird like community online and yes yeah, 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 yeah he's like obsessed and Cool. I've been listening to a lot of Terry Collier lately, which is like more folk music, um, but still like in like a seventies. I love a, I love a, I love a Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. I love that. I love a, um, is it Jefferson Airplane, the White Rabbit song? Yes, that is Jefferson. Okay. Uh huh. I love, I lo- like, I love, I love Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So I feel you on the. Yeah, I've just been in that that space actually. Actually, what got me in that space was your um, your Black Maybe um, article. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because I love Sarita, so she's dope. She she is so lit. She's so dope, and we don't. You know, we don't praise her enough. And I was so happy. I think that that was the moment where I just needed some a little bit more energy. But, like, mm-hmm. that was the moment I was really excited for. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I work. I, like, woke up. I'm like, what am I going to write about? Because mm-hmm. I committed to myself I was going to write as I was editing. That was, like, a personal commitment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what am I going to write about? And I'm like, I can write about whatever the fuck I want to write about. I can write about Sarita. I'm a, I can write about Black Maybe, this obscure soul 70s pop song. Because why? Because I'm the editor and I could just do that. And then I did it and I was like, I just did that. This is so empowering. I, I, come, on, <laughs> come on. I just Maybe I'll connect it to the current event or maybe I won't. <laughs> we'll see. That's why it's called Black Maybe. Right. That's why I'm Perhaps. I, I. Black possibility. <laughs> a melanated possibility. Girl, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that article, you were talking about like questioning. So, yeah. like, 
what are you questioning currently? Um, I think I'm always kind of like in this state of questioning not who I am in the way of like self-esteem or the way that kind of like new age um, self-help try to make you seem like, oh, do you know who you are? It's bad if you don't know who you are. But I think I'm like questioning more so the things that I think I led my politics and my art throughout. And then try in in trying to take survey about like what is serving me and what's not so like if queerness feels like a thing that feels like it's limiting 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 me then that means i need to reevaluate my relationship with that identity or my personal definition of it um again like how i said in the article i think that like a lot of times because we're so much like black people are so um just brutalized that I think that sometimes we don't have the time to reflect and just try to and think that like oh black is like not a place like it's something that we created and we made into something good but it's not like a place and we can turn it into whatever we want it to be but like we're always kind of forced to like make it into something that's almost like unrealistically exceptional so it mm-hmm. always has to be beautiful always has to like um be powerful black power and all these other things that kind of can be daunting when you are black and depressed and feeling, mm. you know, medium ugly. Like, I don't, like, like whatever the case might be, like, you need, um, you, I'm looking for things outside of blackness. So, just playing around with, like, I, like, questioning, do I always think that blackness, in order to be represented well, does it always have to be um, morally yeah. high? Does yeah. that make sense? It does make mm. sense. Like, it's basically, like, do does my art always have to be technically revolutionary does it technically always have to be uh does it have to deep or mean something like sometimes we just want to have fun well that part yeah sometimes you might want to be revolutionary but um at least when i was reading it or when i was like listening to you talk Mm -hmm. like a lot of times i have felt like and a lot of my friends have felt like I'm not black enough because we mm. put so many like rigid standards on what like blackness is. Mm. Like we're like, oh, I have to be this type of person or this type of person or mm. this type of person in order to be an official or good black person. Mm-hmm. And it come like we come in so many different like shades, colors, types. And, and I don't think a lot of times we give a lot of. Uh, black folks the opportunity to kind of like yeah you know look for go outside of those margins of like what we uh call as like black or whatever i love that yeah that's that's that i'm glad that that because that's kind of what i wanted that particular piece to do Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to like for somebody to adopt what i'm questioning Mm -hmm. i wanted them to kind of like because that's not necessarily i've kind of always been confident being just because my background the community i grew up in Mm -hmm. i've always kind of like felt very like confident being black mm-hmm. culturally and like mm-hmm. i never just being it's elena and yeah it, it's black as fuck yeah, yeah so like it's just um i never fe- felt that so my, my whole thing was just kind of like okay if you're a black artist and you have demons mm-hmm. or if you want to tell a story about an unlikable character like where do you put it now that we have to be black excellence mm-hmm. and where do you put the things that are uncomfortable or don't end well mm-hmm. or might feel shameful or uh, or might just be avant-garde and different. Like, where do you put those things? Because this kind of exceptional essence black cover thing that we've made in order to integrate into the mainstream is not working for all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's really what I was thinking more so than like, 
more like a social racial identity i was kind of mm-hmm. i was coming from like a black artistic space of like wh- mm-hmm. what do i do mm-hmm. now that like i'm kind of developing as an artist and i'm bored with what some of my peers and some, sometimes not my peers are doing where like it is and i don't i'm questioning mm-hmm. where am i going where where do we go i'm tired of talking to white people <laughs> A word. Where do we go for here? A word. Ah, ah, no. I mean, I'm tired of talking to white people. people. Might be in my bio. Ah, 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 ah. It's so fitting. It's so fitting. Um, last year you had a controversial tweet regarding Leslie Jones that sparked numerous conversations on respectability politics and colorism. You have since apologized, but how has that moment challenged your views about yourself and black women? Yeah, I think, hmm, I think when it comes to, okay, so the backup to tell like the whole. Yeah, my, my I was going to be like, give us whole, the store. Back, my, my back whole, it up. My, my whole <laughs> feeling about it is like, if I'm being, and I'm always really honest, mm-hmm. I think that's like my superpower is that like most people, even when you meet me, you're like, oh, he's not sugarcoating shit for you. Like, he's really saying stuff. That's always been, like, kind of, like, my personality. Mm -hmm. And I apologize because, not like, I was apologizing, like, if I hurt somebody's feelings, I apologize because I had hurt people's feelings. Mm -hmm. But the people who were saying their feelings were hurt, they were saying it was hurt because of how I delivered my message. But their feelings weren't necessarily, like, once we were talking about it, their feelings weren't hurt about the message. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the apology was really because I never want to express my truth or my ideas and for them to hurt people. Because mm-hmm. even when I tell truths about how I feel about white supremacy or capitalism, it's not to make anybody more depressed. It's to empower people because that's how I got through it. I dropped out of school because my mother's house got foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. Um... I, we, I do not come from any type of wealth or land owner or land ownership and I'm to a place where like I'm going to school because the school that I'm teaching at is paying for it mm-hmm. and I have a like you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like but I had to know about white supremacy I had to know about patriarchy I had to know about imperialism I had to know about these systems that were working against me in order for me to swim through them mm-hmm. so I I'm a type of learner I tell me plain yes no tell me plain so sometimes when it comes to stuff like that i say it like that and then when i saw leslie jones and when i think about the things that i like been through and the things that i told myself when i was younger and the impossibilities that i thought about myself and and when she wrote that and she said that i see why why am i doing this i didn't i wasn't no shade i wasn't thinking of her as like a black woman i was kind of seeing like how she performs her um her gender i was seeing her skin color i was seeing her size and i and i resonated with it as somebody who's experienced so much colorism even not being as you know some people look at me like crazy but i'm like yo the south is crazy experienced so much fat phobia experienced so much for not um, abiding by gender performance rules and felt so much loneliness and alienation and 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 really at a very young age kind of like thought to myself like well like well there's a possibility that I'll die alone so what do we do because mm-hmm. we need to live happy and then maybe die alone well and I've been thinking about that since I was 14 or 15 since I had hormones and was able to see that there was a different thing happening to me versus other kids so fast forward to me being 27 I'm cool with the thought I had a boyfriend at the time. I'm like, but this nigga might leave. He might die. We do not know. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of cool with the thought. And I kind of landed it with that coolness that I have with it. And I kind of like expressed my thought with that 
with my comfort with it and i didn't really think that like other people that might be jarring for other people mm-hmm. to say it like that and i also used somebody who was public and used a black woman mm-hmm. and i think it because black women are just so just not valued mm-hmm. i think that there's like a defense a rightful defense about like when you see somebody specifically somebody who like people you know who's who's a who's a man like saying something about black woman you get defensive and you're like you don't say that and you're like what if she read that and like all this other stuff so mm-hmm. i definitely got it but like the politics the essence of what i was saying i'm mm-hmm. still <laughs> I, I still agree with what i was saying mm-hmm. i was saying that instead of telling somebody that who's 50 years old who's telling you on Instagram that I don't know why I'm doing this because it just doesn't seem to work and she has 50 instead of telling her that just stay in there and you'll find your one mm-hmm. I said didn't tag her but like I was r- really thinking like no there needs to be like a kind of cultural political transformation because there's a, I've been in the hood I've, I've that's where I've lived I know black women who are big who don't who are dark who don't always find men or or who or end up dying alone or who end up getting left like like because of like white supremacy because of patriarchy because of these things and i thought that it was kind of lazy just to give somebody these disney quotes when we could really have a conversation about like what makes it so leslie jones feels like this at 50 Mm -hmm. and halle berry's being empowered at the same age Mm -hmm. and and j-lo and i think that was a conversation that might have made people uncomfortable but i think because i've always been kind of in conversation with it in my body i think that i was way more comfortable with it and i was way too insensitive about how i tried to initiate the conversation but i apologize and i i, I don't know what else to do i was <laughs> <laughs> thinking about that tyrese what more do you want <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was like i'm down to, i was like i'm down to discuss it with anybody i was like whatever but like usually by the time i come to certain ideas like the idea mm-hmm. i'm pretty yeah. I would love for it to be alive, but I just don't. Yeah. yeah, I think the thing is, is I mean, when it's just someone like on Twitter, especially like a black woman just expressing like just the frustration mm-hmm. and then to go into like, uh, no one's probably going to want you because of how you look mm-hmm. is hard to hear. Yeah. And it's hard to hear from other from a black man and it's also hard to just hear in general. Mm-hmm. And I know like it's as far as like the coolness, it's just like sometimes because we black women deal with this all the time and i remember you were talking about like when you just said halle berry halle berry's currently single right Mm -hmm. now too so it's just like i don't necessarily think that black women um are i guess like dark it it sounded as if it was like dark-skinned fat black women are destined to be alone oh and i think that's where the hurt and the pain comes from oh, too you know yeah no that's how come i apologize for it and yeah. because i was like it was like it's not that i just think that there's just certain bodies and people who look certain type of ways who just are able to get partnered simply because of that and right. i think and i think that those things are informed by fat phobia white supremacy ageism etc cetera, etc cetera. so that and then also again i don't want to mischaracterize the moment because i like didn't tag her i talked about it but then again i didn't really it's been like a little bit of a journey me catching up with like my influence because i started on twitter with like a very just my my friends and i still kind of use it that way Mm -hmm. but then i had to like you know that was that was one of the moments where i learned that 
okay, there are more people looking like looking at me. But like mm-hmm. again, like when you, even when you say it like that, I'm like, yeah, I, d- I definitely. Mm-hmm. Th- th- I was just wrong with how I said. Like I was definitely wrong with how I said it, and mm-hmm. like I would never want that to be communicated because I love black women so much, mm-hmm. and I think that like black women are so beautiful. And I and and I saw. Uh, uh, a kinship in Leslie Jones that mm-hmm. that made me passionate about. It. I was like, I've been there. I felt that way too. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm like, with this dude who's treating me really well. So like, I'm really feeling empowered to be like, I felt this way. We need to fix it because yo, I might have did this, but like, I might have this situation right now that's good for me. But you know, I know there's other people in even in the gay community who are mm-hmm. like black and uh, excuse me, like dark skin and like big and th- that that whole conversation around fat phobia. I just knew that. It mm-hmm. felt like the it, a way to discuss like what has always been haunting me, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't, mm-hmm. and I should just wait it. But sometimes I'm destined to like to me f- mess up when it comes to that because mm-hmm. there's so much limited um, queer black representation. So I'm, I feel like I'm always kind of like collaging what I want to express. Mm-hmm. So like I might want to express how I feel about desirability and fat phobia, but I also have to like make sure that people are going to engage it. Or mm-hmm. like if I write an article about it and it was just something I did really sloppily and I learned from it mm-hmm. and. It's informed. I'm grateful I went through it because it just informed how I went through stuff. I'm like, that's never how I want. I never want a black person to be harmed from like my right, like from anything I express in that way. Absolutely, absolutely. A word. Okay. That's yeah. I I totally feel that. So last question. Um, you've talked about auntie, auntie looks and overall your vibe. (laughs) Um, on Twitter. Who is your dream auntie? Oh my God, so many. You can give us dream more than, aunties. Yeah, uh, you can give us more than one. Lonnie Love, really? Because okay, so anytime I really think about, because I think sometimes people meet me and they just think that I'm a way more serious person than I am, mm-hmm. and I try to show that I'm not really like that on Twitter, but sometimes it just doesn't work because mm-hmm. that's what people choose to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. But I love comedians i love people who are irreverent i love people who like aren't like respectable like so I, lonnie love just seems like i'm like oh, we will go to the club mm-hmm. we she would like be there so like that would be my dream auntie mm-hmm. she would always have like a little 20 for me <laughs> like <laughs> she'd be like i know you about to go to this apartment in crown heights Let's take you a little with your little broke ass or something like i feel like she would be i love her um <laughs> <laughs> she would do that i love um I feel like I have so many amazing, like, Emirate, like, Bevy Smith is, like, a real-life auntie. Like, I'm she's, actually... She's a good one. Yeah, she's actually my mentor's, like, bestie. So, like, I get to, like, actually be up under her and be like, you my dream auntie. Um, Queen she's, Latifah. Okay. Missy. That would be a good Ooh, auntie. A good auntie. Oh, a good auntie. She's, like, creative auntie. Yes. Who gonna put you onto some weird shit. Yes. No shade. One white auntie is um, Iris Atfield and Barbara Streisand is, too. Who is Iris Apfield? I don't oh, know who that is. my goodness. She's just like a really eccentric, like, white woman who lives in Manhattan. But she used to be an interior designer and she, like, is super gaudy. Her house is beautiful. If you see her, you'll be like, oh, I get why. She's your. She's your gene, white auntie. Yeah. All right. So we're about to go into the um, listener favorite section for some. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just saw Iris, y'all. <laughs> but I've seen her before. She's like yeah. a quintessential. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to go into the thought section now. You ready? Yes. You're moistened. Wait, we're going to the thought section? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold ah, up. Ah, ah, ah. You got to get ready. <laughs> get prepared. Yes. Get, get in position. Goodness. Let me move around this nouveau ring, girl. <laughs> you know what? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just started making a little bit of money. The niggas trying to trap me. Facts. Oh, these niggas will try to trap you. I ain't having no babies at all. Um, if you could write a Zane style novel, what would what would you title it? And what would be the storyline of the main character? Um, it would definitely would be um, <laughs> it would definitely be um, Venus is a black boy, a play okay. on my favorite Bjork song Venus as a boy, and yeah. then Venus the black boy, or maybe Venus as trade. No, be Venus as trade. Come on, Ooh. Venus as trade. So it'll be all about this boy who's really trade. I meet him on the corner, right? And he tries to talk to me, and he, then I'm like, oh my god, he's so sexy. He reminds me of Cameron, and he like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's he, laughing hard because <laughs> this is his fantasy. And he's in like, and like, he's like in like, and he drives like a matte, like pink box Chevy. Ooh. So, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Where's this trade taking me? So, he asked me to go in his car. And because the story and the book will end, if I don't go, I go to, into his car. And the, or the main character goes into the car, not me, because I'm not the main character. Duh. So the main character goes into the car <laughs> and, and goes in mm-hmm. and then he takes him to Venus. And then all of a sudden you go to Venus and you see that this is like where all of like the healthy versions of like these hyper masculine men, this is where they all go. So you have all these men like in this like th- like hyper masculine wear, but like they're like gardening, doing some other stuff, and you're like, oh my goodness, like, you really are showing, like, a femme, like, this, like, different, like, ghost world, and that will be it. And we will fight all, a whole bunch of sex scenes throughout. Yes. But that would be, like, the bridge of the story. Yo, I want to direct that. Yeah. And I'm fucking all the, or, the main character is fucking all the dudes on the Venus pot. That's what makes it Zane, because, like, he's like, oh, yeah, let me explore this planet. I was thinking of a yes. porn, actually. Oh. So you said Zane? Isn't that right? yeah, Zane yeah, no, Zane but that's porn. what... I don't know. That was like my first, like, oh, I want to see it as a porn. I remember Like a watch... long porn. I'm a visual thinker, though. Yeah. So a lot of times when I tell people my ideas, no matter what it is, people are like, they rather see it in consuming than like just, just read it, mm. which hopefully will be... I'm oh, Venus. Mm. Come on, Cam- <laughs> I'm not a Cameron kind of girl. I'm more of a Jim Jones kind of girl, but you know, tomato, I, I tomato, say, well, tomato, tomato. Exactly. You know? and y'all already know Similar. me. I'm probably both, depending on who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a thought. <laughs> this isn't a thoughty question, but because um, Jeremiah Nebula goes to Mars, mm-hmm. why do a lot of your stories go outside of Earth? I just always like space. I've always just been really fat. I just love twilight zone Mm -hmm. i love funk music Mm -hmm. i love jazz i love alice coltrane and john coltrane when they started doing you know the good drugs (laughs) and started like kind of recalling Mm -hmm. kind of like cosmic stuff i just always been really fascinated with that kind of stuff i think it's just like the legacy of like having parents who both grew up in the 60s -hmm. in new york and like the art and music scene so of course i'm fascinated with space it's almost cliche Dope. Outer space bus. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Cosmic. Cosmic coochie. Cosmic coochie. Co- <laughs> intergalactic kind. Yes. Intergalactic. <laughs> intergalactic kind. Um, last time you got your back blown out or someone's else, or you blown someone's back out. Um... <clears throat> Right. Slash, have you had any sex in 2019? Where no one. Oh my goodness, I almost New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I almost did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. I'm a, I'm you a, proud of that? I really am. Okay. Because I like really am like sex positive mm-hmm. in general, but I've really found empowerment because I felt like in my feminism and because of the internet, when I first like, you know, when you're younger and you're on the internet and you want to be a feminist, you're like, oh, I want to prove that I'm body and sex positive, so I'm going to like be sexual and say vulgar things or like show parts of my body and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it never felt empowering to me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel really empowered in like, but like black and I feel really empowered like being modest or feeling I just like mystery and I just always thought that was like the sexy part of being an artist is like create things in shadows in light mm-hmm. and I felt like there was too much light <laughs> and I felt like empowerment by it so but then also that kind of goes into like my personal life because I am a serial monogamous more than I am somebody who's like really into hookup culture and I used to be scared about it but I'm just like I just like welcome to know. the club yeah like I love a relationship <laughs> and I just feel different like some people Patriarchy did a number on me. Like, if too many people, like, nut on my face, I'm going to feel bad about myself. I have not unlearned that. And I can't. I, I have not. What's mm. your limit of nutting on your face? Like, is it two people nutting on your face? Different people? Yeah. I was like, the nigga has unlimited access if you're my nigga. Right. Because I mean, you're just like, what's going to make face. you feel bad? Yeah. <laughs> is it three? I mean, hypothetical. I was, I was, I was being, mm. I mean, I was being kind of like, I don't A know. A little nut on the face ain't never heard this. <laughs> I was being. Have you? No. Okay. The what? Last, no, I've never. I, I almost did it with the last guy. In no relationship, you never did it? I've only been in one relationship. And, oh. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I swallowed some nut down, but I've not had nut on my face yet. Okay. It's my favorite thing. Yeah, sometimes, and also I'm like a bossy person, mm-hmm. so I always know like in sex, in sex and stuff like that, I kind of play up the submissive stuff because mm-hmm. like it's not happening outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I try to play up that. I'm like, okay, if you want nut in my face, come, you taking out the trash, and you going to eat where I want to eat, and we gonna, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm probably I like being mm-hmm. in control of my like household, mm-hmm. so. I feel that. I let him express that. And I like men who, like, are calm, who, who like, who are chill, mm. too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. And but if you are interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, when's the last time you got your back blown out? Wait, I forgot. I don't know. After Before then, it almost happened on New Year's Eve, and then maybe a month before then. Okay. But it wasn't that good. I don't know. It wasn't when's that the good. last time you had some bomb ass sex? I think it's been like two years. Damn. Not since I had, yes, I had bomb sex, yeah. Damn. So even a year ago with the boyfriend that wasn't bomb sex? It's my ex-boyfriend. Oh, right, okay. that's why. Uh, Not that's why, oh. but <laughs> I'm being messy. But obviously, <laughs> if it, it was, sorry, if it was bomb, it might have been three years. No, <laughs> not. I'm being mean. Let me stop. Yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. I don't. So it was you. It was me. It was it was black. It was black film supremacy. I felt exactly. it, and I was just like, let's just let's just talk about that. That's that. That's, that's that Leo in her. I, know, right. I was like, I didn't. Well, sometimes when I hear people like. Say that's with my ex. I'm like, oh, we not fucking with them. Okay, then Duh. I know we can just <laughs> we can talk shit. My now. friends tell me, oh, I just broke up with her, like whoever the dude is. I'm like, yeah, Duh, let's key his car. I'm so loyal. <laughs> Come on, I'm so I'm Come on, and I'm always the girl. The girls would be like, girl, you have. We're we're working in the mall. Like <laughs> we can risk this. You might need to like this might be your only shot, bitch. Like you got out. And I'm like, you right. <laughs> you you done made it from the hood. Uh <laughs> not, you, we working at the mall. <laughs> you know, but that used to really be the thing because I was doing my little, you know, 
<laughs> children's book shit, but I was still just with the girls, and we were just all still working at the mall too. So I'm like, come on. Look. But I'm down to fight anybody's ex if I love you. Yes, amen. A blessing. That's Amber all the way. <laughs> that is actually me. I'm like, let's go. Amber be like, no, fuck him. And I'd be like, but I'd be, I'd be like, Amber, but I still care about him. She'd be like, no, fuck him. And I'd be like, just get his address. Right. Just let me know where he's staying. Just let me know where he's prime the ass whooping. Come on. Come on, let's go. What does love feel like to you? Um, and Amber, you gonna ask this question too because you never answered this question before. What does love feel like? Yeah. Oh God damn! Go, you go first. <laughs> go ahead, mom. I think I think all around because there's like so many various forms of love. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. I think all around love really feels like comfort. Mm. That kind of like warm. It's a complex comfort. But it's really about all of the types of people that live inside of you returning thematic. Mm-hmm. I'm returning to this idea that we're all many, many people. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole bunch of people living inside of you. And then you met somebody who's really comfortable with the majority or all of them. And to me, that's what love is. And that's what it feels like. That's that warmth. That's like that thing that makes you, you know, not sucking your stomach no more. Or maybe get on top. Even though you gain some weight, you might be insecure, you know. <laughs> wonder you know all those things like that's what love does makes you empowers you to really 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 try to meet your optimal well-being gives you space for that mm-hmm. so that's how mm-hmm. I, that's how i define it okay amber um the first thing that i thought thought about is freedom like mm. that's what it feels like to me i feel like a lot of times um just like as a woman and also as like a cishet woman like I've and being attracted to men sucks and I feel like uh, (laughs) but I feel like a lot of guys put so much pressure on me or just society put so much pressure on me to like I have to cook and clean I have to do this I have to always look cute I have to be this way and like I can't gain weight I always gotta keep it tight and like I just want to be able to just do whatever the fuck I want and you love me for that can you stop yawning I'm sorry I'm sorry. You I'm, bo- I'm boring you. No. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, Don't. He just, he just, he just has... told us. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn. You so petty. Oh, I am petty. Um, so, ooh, I ain't even talk uh, about how you was late today. So ooh, that, ooh, that but, double E on that Scorpio. Ooh, that Scorpio okay, first of all, first of all, let me tell y'all listeners. Savoy be late all the time. Exactly. But all the but time. today and I was late, on time. I'm late one Like Billy Porter time. said, Billy Porter I'm, said if you if you Exactly. <laughs> shut the hell up. You listen to Billy Porter one time. <laughs> I, 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 don't do that to I me. Love, I, I love Billy Porter. Shout out to me. Billy after, Porter. after I listen to like a Oprah Super Soul Sunday podcast, I'll uh-huh. be like, let me tell you your problem. That's the boy, actually. That's so me. That is the boy. You be like, when did you even learn about Oprah? When do you you just Googled her? Don't do that. But you know, you you go go ahead with what you were saying, sis. Because I'm not exactly. So that's what I'm saying, freedom, y'all. Because like, I just want to be able to like say what I want to say, (laughs) be late, like do me, and like and be loved, and still be loved. And and I still still love you. Yes, thank you. Smiles when you walked in. Thank you. Thank. See, Miles. Yeah, Miles loves you. Like I, I can tell. Yeah. I like, love. I love my. Y'all, I'm y'all, really everything. Y'all, y'all. I'm really like a. Um, I don't know the appropriate way to say it, but I've always been like more. I just love fem, other fem people, mm-hmm. and like even like bo- like I 
a lot of the boys who I would like be sexual or intimate with it would be like femme boys but I would end up like in relationships with like masculine boys Mm -hmm. but also like with women I'm like damn it's really just like something that happens when like Mm -hmm. I don't know but it's just I've always just been more attracted to people who are like more feminine than Mm -hmm. that we have a shared love for Tiana Taylor by the way (sighs) shit both, okay, both of them. <laughs> let me tell you something about no, my. No, no, let, let me, me tell you something about my sister. Like, like, I was about to say my daddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. A power top if I've ever seen listen, one. Listen, I'm like, come on. A power top. She say she a bottom, y'all. No, oh, she's a she a goddamn lie. We can figure a it power all out. fucking top. <laughs> I, I love a good bottom session. You just go search for the little, mm-hmm. go to Ace Hardware, find yourself a little top with you and your bottom, and then. <laughs> ah, ah! <laughs> That's it. Why you ain't wifing the femme dudes? I, th- we don't know that. Mm, okay. Who am I wifing? Mm, a word. You're right. Yeah. Well, you just. You, might, you, you don't just, know who. You, you yeah, even my last. I never showed, I never talked about my last boy. Like, I talked about him, but I never showed who he was. Because mm. I felt like that was just. A way to make it in quicker. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You know how long I mean? were you together? Two. Okay. Yeah. So it just felt like a way to like make it in faster when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I never do it. Mm-hmm. But right now, I've feel like I'm having fun with people of different gender performances all the time. Good. Amen. <laughs> As we all should actually. Right. Feminine types do it better. It's mal. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That is such a like gay community thing. Feminine types do it better. Is it because? I don't, well, why? Or I should say that <laughs> tops that are not confined to masculinity mm-hmm. do it better. Yeah. Because in my last, all my last couple, my last three experiences have all been men who have been very much like. I ain't into all that label shit. Like, I'm going to just do what I want to do. And they've done great things to my body. Um. <laughs> not the creep laugh. Not the hand. And then that leg. Right. Ah, ah, ah. Leg kick. Right. Um, the leg pivot was all that I needed. A daydream. Um, <laughs> that was a whole daydream. That was a right? flashback. Yeah. It was good. They've all been good. Um, not all of them. but Well, actually, yeah, the last couple of niggas I have put... Anyways, um, <laughs> except for that 25-year-old. Anyways, but he, that was good, too. Um, the after effects just weren't good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what's the oldest man you've ever talked to? Because we, so I bring this up just because mm-hmm. we spoke about R. Kelly, and I think a lot of times what me and Amber were discussing yesterday was that I think in the, especially, well, I can only speak on the black gay mm-hmm. community, like, dudes, like, I recently had a situation where I was in Zara on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve and there was this young boy in the store. And he couldn't have been no more than like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. He had like, I didn't mean to notice it, but I noticed it. He had like the, the this most rotund fat ass. And mm-hmm. I immediately thought in my mind, there's a 27, 30 year old man fucking him. Mm-hmm. Because I just know that that happens so much in our community. Right. And I felt bad thinking that, but that's right. immediately what, because I'm just like, he's, 16 in New York, 16, 17 in New York, he's probably getting fucked by somebody in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Um, and I even know that for me, one of the first guys 
one of the first guys to ever like try to holler at me was 39 years old and I was 19. Right. And I met him at a high school graduation. Mm. And my friend. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> right. I met him at a high school graduation and my best friend, um, he actually had a, a adopted son that graduated from the same school that my friend graduated from. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's many layers to this. Oh, wow. Um, and wow. my friend... A Netflix special. Uh, uh, right, right. <laughs> and my friend Darlene gave him my number because he expressed interest. Okay. Ooh, the, the Netflix special was called Darlene Darlene. Ah, 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 ah. Um, shout out to Darlene, one of my best, one of my best friends. Ooh, it could who be Amber like, has met. Um, ooh, it could be called Darlene Darlene. Ah, and it could be like ah, a soul ah. version of Jolene by Dolly Parton. Ah, ah, yeah. Yes, I love it. And it could, it could, it could be from Darling, it, could, it could be from the wife's God. perspective. I don't know if he has a wife, but he's gonna have to have one for this moment. Yeah, no, but I'm straight. But they, you know, oh, he's gay. He's gay. Okay, well he's gonna have to. We be stopped for talking this. because I was 19, and he talked about eating my ass at the time. And I oh like, my god! And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Because at that time I was 19 and never I was a virgin, so I right. was like, I don't want my ass. My whole like, ass was like. Right, well, but go. now in hindsight, I'm like, I should have got my ass ate. No, it would have been a good experience. <laughs> it and wouldn't then, been. A good and the thing about it that is, like, when people like pr- are predators, mm-hmm. it's like you don't ever really know what the their intention in the experience is gonna be. Exactly. You know what I mean? Once they feel as if they have consent, so it's like we can say everything in jest, but like in re- in real life, you mm-hmm. d- make the safe decision. Ex- exactly, I'm uh, a 19 year old safe thought. <laughs> Love safety it. that Love anyway it. so oh, i thought i avoided the... the question ah ah ah, ah. no no i bring it back <laughs> bring this it back a professional it... oh my god yeah. <laughs> Dottie water right walters, That's Dottie I, I, walters. Don't ever, I don't ever get tricked by a yawn i was like i was like the girl is she's sharp yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was on it um so what's the oldest guy you've ever spoken i think at the time he was 49 well who i talked to like seriously i was like 22 he was 49 mm. um but he was a he was a writer for a very popular show called true blood and that was like the oldest i've ever like dated yeah. was he black no i never mm. had sex with him though mm. but that's on the per- oldest and that's my only outside of black experience either mm. and um yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's always hard for me to see myself as a victim mm. because I think I've always been kind of mm. hyper. Like I've always been seen as like, and I guess this is like preaching to choir. But I've always been seen like really, really mature. But I think also because of how I would like speak and the conversation I was interested in holding with adults. I struggle to think. I don't know if at 22 if he was really preying on me because we didn't have sex. He was really kind. I don't really know what his plans were. Now that I look back on it, I'm like that was kind of crazy. But it was also like I'm 27. That was five years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like doesn't feel that long ago. So maybe when I'm 37, I'll be able to look back on it and be clearer. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm like now that I'm 16 and I'm thinking about like I've had like 24, 25 year olds talk to me when I was 16. I'm like ugh, that was crazy mm-hmm. but i don't know why I still when i think about it it's hard for me to think what his intentions were outside of what he told me yeah and i think i'm a little bit scared to like do it too yeah i don't th- i mean per- i mean i don't know him but i think i don't necessarily think he was trying to prey on you right but i do think that there is a situation where people are fascinated by youth yeah. in general um, whether it's like you want to be youthful or like you just want to have young people around you or right. whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think he was like, oh, I want to be with you because you are young, but it helps. It's almost like a, a privilege in a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't think that it was something where he was like, 
you're 22 because I never looked I never looked old but I never looked like young like I, I don't know like I, I don't think that's what was happening but again I probably have to just... but also we ain't 49 yet either so we might be like when we all 49 <laughs> we be like uh uh-uh. uh right uh <laughs> uh uh-uh. what is he uh-uh. this is this fine um but you know I was a manager at my little job Come so on. I was like I was popping no. so I was like maybe <laughs> maybe maybe he saw your career potential right he saw the authority perhaps he was a visionary Come <laughs> Come on, a visionary. Right, because he had great a taste. A dictionary. Right, he had great taste. I was like the only white man for a long time I got to New York who ever approached me in my life was um, him. Also, I think the whiteness, I have more issue with the whiteness too. With him? Now, yeah. What, really? Yeah, actually. Were you mad at me because I dated a white person? Absolutely not. Oh. Shoot, I'm about to marry a white man. Oh. I already come to no that conclusion. No, the fuck you're not. Okay. Stop. No. I'm no. telling you, and I might. Motherfucking correct. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not one of, okay, I'm not one of these like black girls who are like, oh my God, I love white men, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. But, should I? I don't I, think that I would. That's just. Uh, th- I used to be really like saying I would never date a white person or whatever. Because uh-huh. even the dude, the, the, um, I was about to say his name, the True Blood writer, mm-hmm. the, the writer, mm-hmm. um, even him, like I didn't, I, we didn't commit. Like it was just mm-hmm. kind of like for maybe two or three months. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was 22. I didn't really care either. Mm-hmm. And he was white. I couldn't really see myself with him. I was like, my mom's not going to meet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I'm saying like, Word. just for my white gay friends, like they'll be like, yeah, I, um, like, when I was 16, I was dating, like, a 28-year-old, you know? And yeah. so, I feel like, I mean, sorry to talk about them, but, like, I feel like white gays, like, they typically are more fascinated with youth. Yeah, I think that white men are usually more fascinated with the youth, and I think that when I look at That's the pornography it. that is being created and how much the pornography centers around really Teens. like childhood bodies and teenagers and youth yeah. that kind of like borders on pedophilia, I think that white people have a really disturbing problem that's manifesting in their porn, and I think they should look into it. That's correct. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. White oh. listeners, <laughs> investigate the, fi- the, fi- the five of you that listen. <laughs> um, you should be very alarmed. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't know. We probably only got five. Maybe ten. I don't know. We might got more. White mm-hmm. listeners, we don't care about you, but you can say hello. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so, uh, uh. Speak up. <laughs> Let us know. I mean, we care, like, in that, but, you know, like, you're not centered, if that makes sense. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Um, last question for thought. Mm. In your opinion, what's the sexiest album ever produced? You ready? Tell us. I feel so scared. Why? What if I don't say the right album? It's I feel okay. like you're... What are you about to say? I'm going to say Betty Davis's... They Say I'm Different. Mm. Because it's the only time... First of all, came out in the 70s. On 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 the um track, she has a song called He Was a Big Freak. Okay. You know how she starts the song? Say no. He Was a Big Freak. And it was so sexy. Like, I love that album. They say I'm different. They say I'm different. I'm about to, hold on. She has a song called Get In There. She says, she has a song called Mama Want You Back. It's this nice groove that, like, is sexy. Like, I put it on and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh my goodness. Like, you know the beads, the separating beads and stuff Mm -hmm. like that? Like, that's how I feel. I feel real, Mm -hmm. you know, Foxy and Cleopatra. I thought you were going to say, like, Mini Ripperton. Like, a Mini Ripperton album. I I think a Mini Ripperton is, like, 
romantic. So some music oh, I think okay. is romantic and intimate. Yes. But when I think of like sexy mm-hmm. and where what I because when I think of sexy, I kind of think of aggression or mm-hmm. like a kind of confidence in like a sexuality. So mm-hmm. like female rap, like Little Kim, mm-hmm. and then also because I of course have this like deep fascination with like the seventies and mm-hmm. funk music right now. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like Betty Davis feels like the most honest one, and I've been listening to it all like anytime I'm trying to like feel. I'm about to listen to it on Drain. So good. I'm ready. So good. This is the most sex sex I'm gonna probably have in a long time. Um, no, it's good because it's like an aphrodisiac, but for your ears. So you're gonna listen to it, and then mm-hmm. a fine nigga is gonna want to have sex with you. Oh come on! That's how come I listen to it too. Oh, amen. A blessing. They just haven't been good at it. <laughs> Bird confessions. These are <laughs> semi rapid fire questions. Kaka. Ready? So you're bird. Kaka. Yes. Hey, well, you 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 you. You key in cars, so you already know you're a bird. Uh, <laughs> what kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, flamingo, peacock, or eagle? Because we recently had an eagle. So, Wait, say, say the bird choices again? Pigeon, dove, flamingo, peacock, or eagle? Um, Flamingo. Yes. yes. Welcome to Thank you. Flamingo. I love a flamingo. Amber, you're a flamingo too, right? No. What are you? I'm a peacock. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you are. I'm glad I couldn't say black swan. That might have been too obvious. Maybe black swan is actually, actually very. That's great, actually. Yeah, that would have been good. Oh, yeah, I felt like it was too obvious for me though. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite ratchet song. Uh, <laughs> the one that just immediately came to your mind. Um, like ten thousand came to my mind. Um. <laughs> They're just all so problematic, so I don't want to seem like I'm, like, endorsing it. But really, Kaya, don't trust my niggas, is, like, really... That was a really... It hurt me to, like, separate her from her. Because let me tell you something. We used to go to the club. We used to always see Kaya. And we used to always can't wing with it. And we really... She was really with the girls. Like, she really was with, like, the community in Atlanta. So I used to see her all the time. And when don't trust no niggas, super hoe how you figure. Don't trust... He's not going to fuck your best friend and your sister. Like, when that shit comes on... And you mad at somebody and you get that pointer finger going? Yeah. Ah, ah. Oh, I had to let it go for the for the social justice. Ooh. Mm. Everything was sacrificed for the justice. Ugh. That was a good ass song, my I nigga. I know we're not supposed to like like her, but she's so fucking funny, you guys. <laughs> Next K. <laughs> ah, ah. That means classic. But wait, the new one that's going around two minutes into verse six. Okay, me now. Have you seen yes, that? I no. Have. Ah, ah, ah. There's a video and it's like Hold two on. minutes into verse sex and then it's her turn around. Okay, me now. <laughs> I know that clip. That's funny. And, and I, I died. Know. Why did I text Mars me after I peg a guy? <laughs> when ah, he said ah, that to ah, me. Ah, ah. Ignorant. <laughs> um, who do you want to write a song about you? Kanye, Drake, or Future? Oh, Future. No doubt. Future. You are Atlanta girl. Yes, but like Future. Mm. Could you imagine like... Um, my favorite, like one of my favorite future songs. I was actually listening to it. Um, mm-hmm. It was part of my, my morning playlist. But um, God bless them, tribe niggas, tribe mm-hmm. niggas. But um, because you imagine like a love song like that, yes. but him talking about like he's just like yo, like I've been like selling more crack since I've been with this nigga. I've like yeah. I've I've been like dodging bullets easily. Like he's really like his bus has really blessed my whole illegal black market thing, and I'll be that bitch. Like that's how I want. Don't cry for me. <laughs> Don't, oh my god do not cry for me like drake do not try to like intellectualize me like kanye or do something fake i want future to be like yo i don't know but the mid started selling once i started fucking him and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> and i could do the same thing for you viacom but different my- miles <laughs> miles 
You are a true, true bird inspiration. You are a true bird inspiration. No one has ever wanted future but no you. One. You are the first future girl, and you made it possible you for know, future future girls. The darling Nikki sample that uh-huh. um, future can do because he does purple. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck, now I don't lost my um, train of thought. Right, but he, he does. What is it? Purple. Uh, the purple. 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 What was it called? What is it is called? Is it purple sprite? No, I'm it, purple it, sprite. It is purple sprite. Okay. Well, it's dirty, dirty sprite. sprite. Dirty but sprite. But like his thing is purple Hendrix. Da, yeah. Da, da. yeah. But like the kind of like he can like sample Bold is Love by Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. be talking about me, but like make Bold is Love like a trap song, which would definitely, definitely make a lot of these girls jealous. Because mm-hmm. are you making a trap nigga like listen to 1960s psychedelic music? No. No. Yeah, so. <laughs> he not thought about this. Uh, okay, who could get the ass first? Street farmers is a gangbanger. Wait, street farmers are. I'm not familiar street. with those. Drug dealers are a gangbanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. street. Who calls them street farmers? Street, street pharmacists. pharmacists. Oh, street pharmacists. I was like, I was like that. You, you can't use that in Georgia. That might be a real farmer. <laughs> Fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around, be on a ranch, bitch. Unless you were being clever. <laughs> I, I know. Um, wait. Gang, wait, gangbangers or drug dealers? Yeah, yeah. D- drug dealers definitely have better sex. Okay, D- but it depends. Which you tried to tried and true. I've only dated drug dealers until like my last boyfriend. He's like the only artsy nigga. I've re- it's not even like I try to brag about it. It just just happens. <laughs> this who you fuck? Just- wow, you are a real bird. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know my. I'm sorry. Yes, you got. Don't me. apologize. For <laughs> being don't, a bird. don't don't. This is not the place to apologize. Yeah, for being no, a bird. no. I dated Let's a nigga that didn't have a job. Yeah, um, yeah, hasn't, but no- I, hasn't everybody? No, there are some girls who only date niggas with good jobs. Yeah, and he treated me like shit on top of that. Yeah, that's a very okay. Now that's fucked up. You're right, girl. I don't. I don't know how to like. I feel like cis hat people, cis hat black women, have like this weird. It's like it feels like this strong dichotomy. Like I feel like I know so many. I feel like gay boys don't talk about like I'm really big on like what's your career like mm-hmm. if you're broke I don't like we're not compatible yet mm-hmm. so the work on that we'll be friends and then we'll revisit it's like a romantic internship you could be my friend mm-hmm. and then if you're still interested in two years and I'm and I'm still in the same place then maybe I'll hire you mm-hmm. but like I don't want to be with you when you're struggling because I just <laughs> I just going backwards I love that actually I'm gonna use that yeah but I feel I like feel like I'm currently in a romantic internship but anyway. <laughs> Concepts. Sorry, y'all. Concepts. <laughs> concepts. Take these concepts. Yes, apply, yes, them. apply them. Apply them. Dream. We'll talk about who I'm in a romantic internship with later. Um, <laughs> dream ghetto love. Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle. Amber and Wiz. Cardi and Offset. Oh my goodness, I loved Amber and Rick Wiz. Yes. I love Amber and anybody. I love Amber in a blank wall. I'm like obsessed ah. with that woman. Me too. When she followed me, I was like, and then she like DM'd me one time. She never like said anything again, but she was like, I love what you're doing. And I was just like, Aww. oh my goodness. I would drop everything for Amber Rose. Not having no business with her because I can't perform, but like if she needed like a friend yeah I would gladly uproot my life and just be your friend or she needed somebody on the am I pitching to Amber Rose if you need any, if you need anybody on the creative side of the slut world I'm your girl I have hella experience I can't quit my job I love where I work but you know I'm Caribbean I can handle multiple things at once amen a word knuck if you buck or back that ass up Oh my goodness. Knuck of you, bug. Yeah. Okay. You now, fighting. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, now, ladies are Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers. 
Um, who would you rather get impregnated by, Drake or Future? Future. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Love and Hip Hop, Basketball Wives, or Real Housewives of Atlanta? If I'm being fair, it's Real Housewives, but not because it's better. It's just the one that, like... Speaks most to your spirit? And I just watched it, the, like, the longest. And Love and Hip Hop came out, wasn't really... I kind of I was in a total different mind state. Now mm-hmm. I go back and I watch episodes, but I'm not really into it. And I never was into basketball wise because that's fucking basketball in the title. <laughs> <laughs> a bougie girl bundles a wig. Oh my goodness! Um, I love a wig moment. Yeah, I love a nice wig. I love that. You, I love something that you can like plop on. I like girls who. I mean, do whatever you want, but like, I love the girls who like are like, girl, it's pink and long today. It's short and blue tomorrow. It's bald tomorrow. Like, mind your fucking business. Right. Like, I have a deal with mm-hmm. some Smurfs or something. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I put them on my head. Cardi or Nicki Minaj? <clears throat> Ooh. We're waiting. I would like to thank <laughs> Atlantic Records. <laughs> For inviting me <laughs> ah, ah, <laughs> into ah. their studios to meet artists, um, I've never heard. What, what was the option? You know what? Oh, you keep you on breaking what? up. Ah, <laughs> I cannot hear you. Ah, ah, not good form. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Say, say the question again. Cardi or Nicki Minaj? I can't hear you. We have to skip over. I think it's just that Ooh. I can't hear you. Wow. I don't know. Is there a female rapper that you do Did love? I love Tierra Whack. Yay. Mm. Um, I love um Leaky Forty Seven. Lakayla Forty Seven. Lakayla Forty Seven. Oh my god, love her. Love Lakayla. Um, Sweet girl. She she has a song called um, Sweet so Woman. What I, yeah. So what I got to add it to? That's my favorite Ooh. shit in my life. Yeah. That is my theme song. Yes, I and love that song. And then she said, "Khalees's God, God, so is it's Beyonce. Beyonce." What? It's like big. But I like Girl Blunt too. Girl I don't know why I love Girl I, Blunt because I feel like I would smoke Girl Blunt. Yeah. So what I got to attitude is my shit because it's I, so what I got. I always. And then when you're walking down the street, yes. picture this. Got attitude. Picture this. You get out of the train station. You had no service. You think that you got paid. You forgot it was payday. You check your you check your account to just make sure, and then you see like, oh bitch, she's rich. Put 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 on attitude. Go 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 walk. Go walk to that song after that happens to you. Tell me about your self esteem after that. Tyra or Naomi? Oh Naomi, Naomi. Okay. Um, implants or lipo? Um, yeah, definitely lipo. Okay, where you getting your lipo? Dr. Columbia. I'm definitely a Columbia girl. Okay. I feel like the um the colorism. I don't know what's gonna happen. Hopefully, I won't have to deal with none of it. Hopefully, it's somewhere nice. Okay, baby fat, it. apple bottom, or J Lo. Wait, baby fat, apple bottom, or J Lo? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely like, ugh, fuck. I really want to say fuck baby fat because of Russell Simmons affiliation. Oh, okay. But baby fat was my shit. Like, I think yeah. they did a really good job at like marketing shit. Okay, um, Uber or Lyft after hookup. Um, it depends who I'm hooking up with. Ah, ah. If I'm if I'm hooking up with Trey down the street, I'll take a little Lyft share. No need to impress. But if I'm <laughs> maybe you know he was on MSNBC, gotta go to his little you know place in Manhattan. Might pull up in the Uber XL Black. Just yes, yes. yes. Come on, I'm giving, I'm a, a fancy sa- thought. I have a savings account. I don't care. I don't not care. Wow, I'm, Miles. I'm not saving no more money until 2021 because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You saving money. 
that is so black. <laughs> so black. I'm done. Until we get a new president, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, girl. So I'm over here in Cadillacs. I don't know. <laughs> She's buying first. Excursions. Because because what what's a retirement bit? Retire from where, bitch? <laughs> the world's almost done. Who knows? Just go. The night is still young. Buy the shoe. <laughs> I am fucking weak. IG model or video vixen? I love a video vixen. Shout out to Kareen Steph, Stephens, Kareen mm-hmm. Stephens, Melissa Four, mm. Buffy the Body. Yes. I love I love a good video vixen. Okay, you're, but you are IG model. What are you endorsing on your IG? Flat tummy tee, race trainer, weave, or fashion over? Fashion over. Ooh, could you imagine like a, a like a noir, like a like a yeah. I could totally see. Yeah, it. like it would just be like something like fake fancy. <laughs> it would be it would be black, very... black, my my. Yes, Miles E. Yes, <laughs> yes, something. Oh, maybe it would just be E or Enigma. Ooh. No, she. Well, you got her always stealing my ideas, even if she had it before I did. Damn, she already named her shit Enigma. But anyway. <laughs> Lady Gaga, uh, she named her new project Enigma. So I'm like, damn, she stole my idea even though she had it first. That's my state with white people right now. I'm like, I don't know how you had it first, but I had it first. I don't know how you got it out. <laughs> I don't know how you did that, sis, but fuck you. So plan B or prayer? Plan B. Okay. All right. So now we're going to go into um, our bad bitch Hall of Fame. Oh, actually, no, Zaddy of the Week. I'm sorry. I'm messing up the order. Um, Zaddy of the Week is one man. Um, that we find to be, you know, we deserving of our um, ass flowers or our pussy flowers, whatever you want it to be, or our mouth flowers. It's pretty good to you. <laughs> um, my choice this week is Stephen James, aka Fani, and if Bill Street could oh, talk. Oh, okay. Um, a man. Yes. I met him before. Um, I didn't. I. He gave me man in person, but mm. but but in Bill Street he gave me man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just a difference. Um, I've never seen somebody in tidy whities and felt so in love. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time <laughs> um, since someone had on tidy whities, and I was like, "Let's get nut it on my mouth." Just, right. just, just nut all in my mouth. Let's get it. Just get it. I love it. Um, Amber, who's your daddy of the week? Uh, oddly enough, I have a lot. Uh, 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 right this, i never have zaddy of the week yeah. save some of them <laughs> that's true but save one for next two, week okay maybe but i feel like i have to say it because okay anyway okay, go ahead. um because i'm gonna forget so the two people even though the only two people i'm giving for now is vince staples and also john legend because they have been the only two black men who have been like really public about their uh feelings about r kelly mm. so shout out to them um, and then also I want to give Zaddy of the Week to Terrence Nance. I fucking love him. I'm so obsessed with him so much. Like for real, for real. Tell him I said what's up. Um, I have a story for you. It's like super sexy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay, but I love Terrence Nance. Like I fuck, like y'all I know like... boy always be making fun of me liking some little light-skinned weird-looking boy. And he, But this is what I actually agree with you is, on. Well, he, you actually agree with me on a lot of them. Um, no, I don't. But you which are. one? No, 
Oh my God! Even when I showed you Zach Fox, you were like, "Oh, he is." Zach cute. is my oh, that's my baby. I love Zach. I Fox. love. I love yeah. Zach. Is cute. Yes. So I don't understand who these. But uh, there, other, there were. There, were there other are ones. no other. There ones. are other ones. There's another one that you showed me that he was not cute. No, it I isn't. Anyways, no, it isn't. We're not gonna do this today. We're not no, we're not. We're, we're, not gonna, we're, we're yes, we are. No, we're but not. anyway, <laughs> so um, <laughs> Terrence Nance, holler at me. I love you. I fucking stand. Bye. <laughs> um. I really, <laughs> I like Brian um, Tyree Henry, who plays Paperboy in Atlanta. Ooh. I just think he looks so good with me and like in my house. This is so yeah. weird. I love him. Why is you it know weird? What? What? No, because earlier today, I, well, one of the articles, she was like, I want to move to South Carolina mm-hmm. and do, be with a simple man. And I was like, I feel like that's so to Brian Tyree Henry. And yeah. I thought about him and I was like, I thought about making him my daddy of the week yeah. for some reason. So the fact that like, this is like, whoa. I like him. I love Michael Strahan. Um, Michael Strahan from like Good Morning. Yes, I know. I love it. I love that. I love somebody with like a really, really secure job. (laughs) Some meat in their. There's a hatred that I have for you in my spirit. <laughs> a meat on their bones, you know. Like I love, I love fat dudes. I love thick dudes, but like I love that like, I can't really see myself with somebody who's like small, small. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just love every time I see them. I just feel ways. And I just think they just look like. Oh, I love. Oh, Marshala Ali. Is that his name? Marshala. Marshala. Yes. Oh, God damn. Yes, he is super crazy. Looking. He had a box like, oh, my fade, but I'm still down. That box fade is weird. That box fade. It's, it's well, I, got, yeah. I got a box for him to fade. A word. A word. A box for him to all fade. That. All that. All that. I'm trying to see my moonlight. Come on. <laughs> Bussy in the moon. Goodness. Bussy in the light. Come on. Yes. Turn it black and blue. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are inspiration to me. <laughs> inspirational time <laughs> um ah, ah. um shout out to amber uh <laughs> really yeah because you you wanted miles oh yeah, yeah i did i've been suggesting you yeah, for a long yeah, time yeah, yeah. amber you. was like we should have miles i was like okay thank you mm-hmm. that's how i felt that's how i felt it too i knew where i knew i <laughs> He knew. I knew how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. Oh, wait, wait, you saying you knew it wasn't me? I'm, I'm just saying I'm in business. I know. I can feel the energy. I'm like, mm, I can tell who booked me. <laughs> Damn, Bob. I'm kind of hurt now. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm sorry my energy was off. I'm not saying your, no, your no, energy was your energy not wasn't off. off. That's fine. She was just the one who's yeah. emailing me corresponding. Yeah. So it just yeah. was natural. No, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I always, I do, I think I do, which I, I don't know, but I feel like I do really well with black women. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I have like a big, like black gay, like whatever, mm-hmm. but like I like, and I feel like black women sometimes understand me more than like black gay boys mm-hmm. or men. A word. Yeah. So I feel the opposite. What does that mean? Okay, know. we let's not do it. Us. But yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a uh, fem thing happening. Yes. I guess the thing that a fem thing that's happening, uh-huh. and I think that's like where we, because I like I said that the opposite mm-hmm. is happening. So I think there's like a maybe an aggression or maybe like a, something that's like maybe stereotypically masculine that mm-hmm. you 
Like, yes, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Amber's a power type. Yeah, they might, or maybe, or maybe yeah, you like, some, maybe like a soft dude, and you really are tired of around, be, tired of being around these like hard, like fake hard niggas, and then you like like a man who maybe is a little bit softer, and usually they may be like openly queer in some way. Low key, I mean That's Terrence fair. Nance and Zach Fox kind of. Yeah. I mean yeah. they, I don't know their sexuality at all, mm-hmm. but they do kind of. Terrence. I could see Terrence being like, I'm queer, or I could see Zach Fox being like, I'm queer, if he mm-hmm. hasn't already said that. Yeah. Zach, I don't I don't know, but I guess that's his story to tell. But like, yeah, yeah. Zach is um, amazing. I went to go see him mm. live, and we have like always like mm-hmm. corresponded on the internet and DM. He also said like really like amazing things about me. And like, we also have like friends in common because yeah. when I was in Atlanta, I was staying with right. um, a lot of people from like Awful mm-hmm. Records, like his. Yeah. Um, his name is Father, but Father's, father, I love father's father. girlfriend, Ashley, she's mm-hmm. like, we were like really cool and I was like hanging out with him for a long time. So mm-hmm. we have like mutual friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we hang out. But then anyway, I saw him doing stand up and I was like, oh, he is so fine. I was like, he's like the internet's Richard Pryor. Oh, he's so including fine. the freakiness. Hopefully. I cannot. Can anyway, I um, I love Bad Bitch Hall of Fame, which is one woman we feel like deserves her flowers and has not received them. Um, I don't know if I picked her before. I feel like I have picked her Ooh. before. Have I picked Ashanti before? I don't know, but go ahead. Don't do that. See, that's what. See, <laughs> see, 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 and I'm about to get your ass together. <laughs> the girls. Oh, actually, I have two choices because mm. these are two girls that I feel like the girls like to pretend like they didn't love or they didn't were inspired. I really didn't like Ashanti. Not no shade. No, but she's a great person and she's gorgeous and she deserves flowers. She deserves. Flowers. But I was never a fan. Yeah, I was, I was a Beyonce stand for a long time. Me too. We know. We that know, was that was the first Miles, wave of girls. Thank you. That was the first mm-hmm. wave of girls how to get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> before I these was Katy Perry's. Like, before before. <laughs> Everybody else, it was like Ashanti needs to get the fuck I like, out. I like, okay, anyways, <laughs> we're we're moving forward. Um, we just I'm not doing this with y'all. I, it was too, he, it he was ain't uh, lying and fish. Oh, and then also fuck that writer who in from the New York Times who said that it was the uh, LA Beyonce, Times. It was, it was the, the LA, LA Times. Times. I thought that was the New York Times. No, it was the LA Times. Anyways, can we focus on what I'm trying to talk about right now? <laughs> yeah. The girls like to play Ashanti, but Ashanti had moments. Multiple moments, Grammy Award winning, Guinness Book World Record. record. Guinness? And, yeah. When did she do that? For what? She, she's the um, highest selling debut by a female artist ever. In that year? or in No, no, no. She held the record. I think somebody recently beat her, but she held the record for about that two years. That makes sense because she's kind of like the last wave of like before like pirating. And she had like a huge Yeah, she sold, yeah she, sold, she sold like 503,000 copies okay. of her debut album first week. Okay. So the highest debut. Oh, that's beautiful. Cute. Yes, yes. That's beautiful. Y'all, y'all know it. Y'all are real fucking shady. How am I shady? I thought it was shady. No, y'all real fucking shady. Oh my god! Uh, it was shady. It was shady. But anyways, we and, love her. And, and, and more important, no, you, no, you don't. No, you don't. Just, just you just said you didn't like her. But nobody has crafted said... so many ways to say "ooh, baby" like Ashanti. Nobody has ever done that. You like know what? what is this? And rain on me will always forever be one of my favorites. Yes, and I found found loving anyways love I, love I love that performance so where she's t- getting rained on Ooh, baby. anyways for two to three years ashanti was that bitch and we should thank her for yes. her impact because yeah. most girls don't even get that who was the second one? Oh, my other one was keisha cole another girl that girl the girls oh, like, I pretend fucking, like i love keisha because keisha is everything I and i was never just a keisha like, girl 
So you just make bad decisions. Um, <laughs> no, he's made a right decision. And Not he, like I've never disliked her, but I think that like mm-hmm. you know when you're black and growing up, because it wasn't. I kind of you can never tell black people's ages, but I'm assuming that we're all kind of peers. Mm-hmm. So like I'm thinking that like either whether it be older or younger, that like mm-hmm. Keisha Cole was like kind of coming out during your formative like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was I guess my, like teenage, early teens. Yeah, whatever. she was my college years. Oh, okay, sorry, but like that same like forming of like you know what I mean yeah. identity and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. I was kind of you know when you could be obnoxious mm-hmm. and like girl, I'm only listening to Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. You were listening I, to Jill Scott in your formative years. I was when I was in high school. Yes, that's when I got really into like Fiona Apple and Courtney Love and like mm-hmm. and that's a girl I can. Those are those. That's, that's what Courtney Love and Fiona, no, I'm talking about, Fiona Apple. No, Jill Scott is a girl that I do not. I can't. I don't. <gasps> I've never seen it and I don't see it. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. Don't you remember me? We built I mean, some castles. Like two, Wait, we been like, to built some castles on the Serengeti? I got like two or three songs that I really like. Okay, but, so all right. What? All right, all right, all right, nothing, all right. Because I was going to have Miles be like, you need to listen to Keisha Cole's debut album. I've like, heard her debut album. No, as an adult. No, I've listened to. So. And then I was gonna make you listen to Jill's first. You're not gonna album. listen to Jill Scott. You gotta I've listen to Jill's debut. I want, I want, I've a, tried. No, I've tried it again in my adulthood, y'all. So I want you. This to, is something when? that I actually tried. Amber, you always want to do. Can I make you? I just want to ask. I just want to Because I tried it. I tried it 2014, 20. It was either 2014, 2015. I've tried it in my. That's adulthood. so long ago. That's yeah. not that long. Your your soul has deepened, so she's gonna she's hitting notes that your soul couldn't even hear. Can I make you a Jill Scott playlist? And if you hate it, just ten songs. That's what I'm saying. That's all I was. That's all I'm saying. Is just I'll just make you it. ten songs. Cause Jill is. I feel like if she didn't speak to my 28 year old. She probably no. Speak she to my she's talking about cornbread and grocery yeah. shopping. The older you get, the more you're like, yes, exactly. bitch, great. Okay, she's fine. thotty. Fine. What? That's okay. fine. I'll no, let you, I'll give. I'll, the closer I'll to auntie age that you I, are, I'm yeah. trying to be more open in 2019. Yeah. So I will listen to. Do That's you want a, me to listen to the first first album? Or do you want me to listen to Miles? Let Miles make you a mix, playlist. Got playlist? You. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got I'm ready. You. Yeah. If I still don't like it, I'm going to tell you though. That's yeah, definitely. That's okay. But just give it. I just feel like sometimes you need that curated like experience mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. all right yes. so uh, amber who's your bad bitch hall of fame um let's just go with uh sarita johnson <laughs> um uh she's amazing she's a singer who sings black maybe mm. um she has like really dope braids. We don't give her enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I love her voice. Also, I remember Solange was saying that that was one of the songs that really inspired a seat at the table. You can really tell when you listen to that song. And yeah, that's it. Yes, I love Bad Bitch. All thing. Gabby Sidibay. Yeah. Absolutely. And Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every motherfucking yeah. day. Every day. Big girl representation. She, um, Gabby like dropped this like picture of her like with a wine glass with like money over her. Oh, I saw that. I was yeah. like, bitch, duh. Yeah. Sunday. That's how you're supposed to feel. I was like, money. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yes, you better like be. I just like that she's irreverent and that she's like not willing to play those games with people. Yeah. She's like, I'm not gonna be here and having this like fat like story with y'all. I'm not doing that with y'all. Mm-hmm. I think Jasmine Sullivan is like that voice a gift from God yeah like crazy I love it gift I love from it God. you know what if you don't fuck with Jasmine Sullivan then I just, can't I, can, I don't yeah. know you yeah like yeah. That's, also, a, that's a line in the sand for me too mm-hmm. one of my friends doesn't and I just Ooh. be 
Ooh, do I don't want to say you do know them, but Ooh. I don't want to say. She's just really she. We we're gonna pray for her, but she did recently ask me like, "What's the Jasmine Sullivan song I should listen to?" Because I'm going through it. So I mean, so I don't, we're gonna I don't know. we're gonna continue. I to, might know her, but I don't know her. You know her. We're gonna just pray for her. Mm, mm. Anyway, I love you, friends. <laughs> As always, we leave with um, good pussy vibes. Um, this is one quote. Or something I've seen on Instagram usually, because that's where I see most of my quotes, because I'm a basic bitch. Um, and it reads, <laughs> "I'm being honest, I'm living my truth." Actually, I haven't. If y'all know people who follow Instagram, I barely been on Instagram. Um, I went back on today, and I was like, "Why did I do this to myself?" But I'm I'm on for y'all. Um, it says, "Showing up for ourselves means letting other people know how we need them to show up for us." It also means not expecting people who've never shown up for us to do anything differently than what they've always done. Yes, people can change, but behaving out of hope instead of out of what's real keeps us from honoring our emotions. Last, Yasmin Cheyenne. Um, yeah. Um, that, that's all right, the, come on, Yasmin. I, I feel so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your bussy. Yeah. Yes. Glowing. Yes. Glowing. Yes, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bussy facial, <laughs> right? Ah, ah. A bus, a bus facial, right? Uh, uh. Refreshed. Ah, ah. <laughs> All right, Miles. Where would you like any closing words? Where, where, sh- where should the girls find you? Yes. Um. Everything is H A U S M U V A. Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Um. Yeah, those are the two places that I'm usually at. If you find me anywhere else, I probably don't want you to. <laughs> but those are usually the two places I'm fine with people finding me. So, yeah, okay. that's it. And I post all my work and conversations and musings. Anything you want to promote before we leave? Um, not yet. Just afropunk.com. Okay. And just, you know, telling people that we have, like, a lot planned for 2019. And I've just kind of been, like, behind the scenes late last year and, like, revamping stuff and, like, working really hard to create like a good media experience so just visit afropunk.com and support mm-hmm. black writers including myself but other ones and the things that like actually are funded you know by black people and are interested in paying other black people fund mm-hmm. it and support it and yeah yeah mm. and critique it if, if it fucks up but yeah oh, do all those oh. things yeah. do, do, <laughs> a, all, do all a word things. Engage I love it. the honesty yeah engage yes, it. I, ha- I have mm. a lot of <laughs> <laughs> not critiques I love Afropunk and, mm-hmm. but um, we're gonna talk about the festival mm-hmm. yeah I'm on edit- I'm, yeah I'm on editorial and media side so it's a little bit I, h- harder for me to speak to but yeah I'm oh, sorry but I, I just pass it along. You know what I'm saying? Just pass. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, pass along. Yeah. Anyways, as always, you can follow me and Amber on Instagram and Twitter. You pray that. Um, and Amber is on Instagram or on Twitter because she's a Twitter girl. She's a Twitter head. Yeah. I like Twitter more, but I don't have like a bomb ass Twitter, y'all. You know, you, I think it's Amber's, not popping. Amber's funny on Twitter. She doesn't give herself. That's that's. I'm her. funny on Twitter. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. Amber. Amber trying to. I'm, I'm not gonna let her shrink herself today. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank I'm you. We'll uplift her. Um, um, well, follow me. Follow um, follow emo black girl. Um, and yeah, we're always as always we're on we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Music Play. Um, tell a thought to tell a thought. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, 
Including your thotty ass aunties. <laughs> um, we love them too. Mm-hmm. We have been We're thotty ass aunties. We are. Right. Th- oh my God, I am a thotty ass auntie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child, the word. I ain't um. for, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> method acting. <laughs> Miles, I would love. We thank you for coming. Yes, you are inspirational me. thought. Thank you for having um, me. Yes. Really, I know that we have to go, but thank you guys so much. And I'm really no, being honest about like this being intelligent and being who you are and having these transparent conversations and being fun and irreverent but serious. And like, you know, there's so many people across the globe and black kids who need to hear other things that make them feel relaxed and they don't have to be Barack Obama and Oprah but they can still be exceptional and smart and funny and irreverent and thank you guys for adding that to the ether and in- inviting me to share that with y'all Aww. that means a lot I'm gonna start crying right <laughs> no cause we I'm like for real a fan so oh, thank that, you that means a lot My yes yeah I'm just so honored shine bright like a dime <laughs> are we gonna take pictures once we're done yes okay uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um alright y'all bye bye, bye.